Welcome to the Volrath Feed, where we discuss the commercial food service industry and all the different areas related to it. From the top chefs and newest restaurants and concepts that are opening to equipment and supplies to uh, who knows what. It's a, it's a very big topic and, well, who knows where we may end up. I'm your host, Rich Rupp, product trainer and chef at the Volrath Company. And as always, our producer, Justin Pearson, is with us. Justin, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. And yourself? I'm doing all right. Getting back at it here, getting the swing of things. Ready for another week. You know it. Getting at it. So you've uh, been busy uh, this weekend. Did you have a good weekend? It was actually a very quiet weekend. I honestly did not do much, and I was very, very excited about that. It was calm, and I, you know, even even with being in, in quarantine and social distancing and all that stuff, I've just been exceptionally busy it seems like at times it seems like I've been more busy so this past weekend I was able to just breathe and relax and my wife is eight months pregnant so I'm just taking care of her needs making sure that she's comfortable and very nice so it was it was good it was was, yeah it was nice to be able to to not have any major commitments right you know those those weekends are nice where you can just do nothing like that or not do nothing, but just take it easy and not have these big plans. And then Monday rolls around and people are like, Hey, how was your weekend? And you kind of feel like, well, I felt lazy because I didn't do anything. I know. Really. That was the, I, I, feel, I feel guilty for like, you know, <laughs> not, not being as productive as I think I should be. Yeah, right. You, know, like, you gotta, you gotta allow for that time to decompress and, and do nothing. It's okay to like not have an agenda not, you know, hit your honey do list and, you know, not, it's it's okay to do that every once in a while, right? No, except on the person that you're, you know, asks you, you're like, oh, what do you do? And then they rattle off the fifteen things <laughs> that you normally get done in a week's time, and they did it on Saturday, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes you feel uh, that much better. But. Yeah. Later on the show today, we are going to be joined by Dan Hinchley, who is the vice president of manufacturer relations at Partstown, uh, located in Illinois, and. Uh, for those of you that don't know Partstown, and not many people, I suppose, would unless you're in the restaurant or food service industry. I'm raising my hand. I, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they actually, they are a online parts supplier. They provide equipment, service parts to the industry, all the food service industry. And I'm not sure if it's more than just food service, but for sure, all food service, um, most food service manufacturers, I think, they supply parts to the industry, and it's a very important part of the industry. And um, I've done a little research, and I'm sure he's got some interesting stories for sure about uh, parts and, and the industry. I've uh, watched a couple of videos of theirs on their Partstown site, but all about parts and parts town, parts distributors. And again, if you're in the industry, you'll know about parts. And I know you worked at a Burger King at one point in your career, right? Very early yeah. on. Yeah. And with my limited food service experience, uh, it, Pretty much was all at Burger King in high school, and it was an enlightening experience. And <laughs> yeah, when when stuff went down, as as a teenager, you didn't have a really good appreciation of, of when something went down, you know, because it, it wasn't because it wasn't my bottom dollar, you know. I'm I'm there making teenager wages, and if something goes down, that means I get to take a break and. I'm like, yay, because I still get paid, you know, but, but from a business standpoint, uh, 
that is, it's unacceptable. And I didn't have to deal with any, any type of broken things. You know, it was just like, if something went down, uh, it was just like, ah, oh, go clean the bathrooms or something like that. <laughs> well, you're right in the sense that it, it, these big pieces, when they go down, it's critical. And if you're a small operator, a lot of times, you know, we would try to fix it ourselves. I mean, we're by no means trained or qualified even to be to fixing it. But I, I suppose it's like I was thinking of this also where, you know, something breaks, like what's your natural, your first instinct is to take the side panel off of a piece of equipment to look at it. Like, what are we going to see? Unless it's something really obvious, we're not going right. to identify it. But we do it like with a car, right? Your car doesn't work. What's the first thing you do? You're going to get out, yeah. open the hood, and what? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it might magically manifest itself and present an answer. <laughs> like, oh, yes, of course, it's the intake manifold valve. You know? Yeah, right, like if there is such a thing, right? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, it's just funny. And you do find that a lot of times in food service that um, the chef or the people involved in the operation are going to try to fix some of this equipment, and it – Sometimes maybe it works, but the far majority of the time, I'm sure we probably do more harm than good. You know, we mm -hmm. can maybe limp along. I always use that term, limp along, like it gets you through the, the period of serving time or the weekend maybe, but in the long run, it, it's not a fix. It's just a, it's a MacGyver. Yeah, right? yeah, it's MacGyver. a Band-Aid. Right. So good service companies, they really can be a, a great asset and a partner to an operation because they are going to be there. They're going to fix it right. They're going to use the right parts. And, uh, you know, that's today's show, right? We're talking about parts and getting those right parts. And it's critical because you you want to make sure that um, that that piece of equipment works as it should and the, the part is the right spec and it's all all works together is how it was designed. So, well, it, I just think about uh, on a consumer level and when something breaks around the house or in the studio, um, and I go looking for parts, it's a time-consuming uh, ordeal. And, and then sometimes you're not even sure if you're getting the right part. And then even when you have it in your hands and you're like working with it, it's like, is it the right part? You know, it's, you know, you're looking at manuals and, and trying to cross-check numbers. It, it's a challenge. So to have somebody, an expert to, to take all of that front end work out for you and and because time is money and if you can cut that all out on on the front end and just get back to work i mean that's incredible yeah you've said it best there time is money and again trying to do it yourself and misdiagnosing and spending two days of getting the part to you finding out that wasn't really the part it was another part you just didn't know how to diagnose it properly mm -hmm. all that stuff gets eliminated when you get qualified service provider in there and get it fixed right the first time so yeah all... it looks like bigger like a bigger sticker price up front but once you do all the math and add in all those other elements of trying to to diagnose and repair it yourself it's very rarely uh will will beat out just hitting up the service tech and getting it done right the first time absolutely absolutely yeah so an, an operator again like my mom's restaurant now, right? So uh, she's got a steamer, a small little steamer, and it's been giving us some problems on and off. And we're, we're still of that um, trying to fix it yourself mode a little bit. And uh, this is not major parts here. We're talking switches and timers and something pretty simple. So to help out, I, I've done a little work. And I, as 
you may know, and listeners, I think I maybe mentioned it early on, for a while I was the service manager at the Volrath Company. I do have a little bit of skill in this area, so I, I help out once in a while on some of this stuff. And uh, as luck would have it, I guess maybe in our case for this show, but not my mom's case, the steamer needed a new timer. So <laughs> I signed on the uh, the Partstown site, and it was it was a really good experience. I mean, they, they had a little chat window, and I put in the make and serial number of the steamer, and then they popped up two uh, links to go get to the part, and it was just a really smooth interaction with the, with their website. Okay, let's bring in our guest then, Dan Hinchley from Partstown, and find out a little bit more about this very important segment of the food service industry that literally keeps the industry running. Dan, hi, how are you today? Thanks for joining us on the show. I'm terrific, Rich. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing all right, and Justin and I have been uh, chatting a little bit here about our, our early days in food service, and uh, it's quite an interesting side of the industry, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Dan, one of the things we, we talk about is a lot of people get their start in the restaurant industry with a first job working in the restaurant or through school, some other entry point somewhere along the line into food service. And in a lot of cases, that's kind of like, the, like I say, the entry into it. Most people, a lot of people end up kind of finding a career in it. So um, I know you've been with Partstown for quite a number of years. How did you get your start in the parts side of the food service industry? Well, actually, in high school, uh, it's funny, when Justin asked me that question, I had to go way back and think about this. I actually did work at a local fast food chain called Brown's Chicken, believe it or not. Probably, I think there may be one or two still floating around. Um, <laughs> I worked for Brown's Chicken for a little bit, and you know what? I would have thought that would have been it for me in the food service industry. Um, I had taken a job with uh, in the Chicago area. The Reedy family owned a lot of heating and air conditioning businesses, and it's just a phenomenal family. And uh, one, a third generation of uh, Bill Reedy had started the food service division back in the mid '80s. And uh, it's funny, I was I was working for one of their companies at the time, and and Bill had invited me out to take a look at this company he had called Parts Town. And it was a strange feeling, you know. I I was selling. HVAC contracts in, in the Chicagoland area. Uh, I transferred from that to another household division for them. And at that point, I felt like mm, running out of places to go. I don't think this is a fit. I walked in a door at Partstown and, uh, you know, it just something felt like, wow, this, this is really interesting to me. And, you know, it's funny back then in the late 80s and early 90s, when uh, you represented a manufacturer, if you were the representative of Volrath in the Chicagoland area, you had that small territory and that was it. So we supported the local market and the local service companies for with uh, replacement parts. And we represented maybe about three or four different manufacturers at that time. Well, the internet came along and that kind of changed the rules of everything. I mean, that's, that was the game changer where companies were selling parts globally, basically at that point. Um, and a big change at Partstown, I was at Partstown for about 15 years when uh, Bill Reedy had met Steve Snower, who is the CEO of Partstown, the CEO, sorry. And uh, Steve Snower um, was working for a distributor that sold uh, electronics, electronic parts. 
and traveled a lot. And Steve, if you know him, he is, he is not the world's greatest traveler. And uh, he had his family was young. The kids were, were young at the time and took the position at Parkstown to uh, basically, Bill Reedy said, I've got this parts distributor that I think has an opportunity of being something very large. And how would you like a stab at it? And uh, So I had an opportunity. There, there, was, there was five of us at Parkstown. We're called the original five that are still there from the first day that Steve Snower walked in a building. And the opportunity that we've had to sit back and, and basically take the whole business down to the bare studs and rebuild it. And, you know, Steve would want to learn everything about the industry. So those were, I think, I, I still think about my favorite times at Parstown. It's going back to the very beginning when Steve joined the company. So when, just to help us a little timestamp, what, what year are we talking about? What time frame are we looking at here? You say the internet. 16, yeah, 16 years ago when Steve okay. joined the company. Okay. So just to give you a little perspective on it, we were about a $3 million company at that time. Last year, we did about $950 million. So wow. with the acquisition of Heritage, uh, we without the acquisition of Heritage, we'd have been about $650 million. So it has been just an insane, crazy ride that we've been on. And I cannot, and fun. I mean, it's been so much fun. I feel like I always tell people that for the, I've been with Parstown for 31 years. My first 15, it was a job. The last 16 now, it's been a career. Um, it's changed my life like you. I can't explain how much it's changed my life. I've seen the world because of it. You know, Steve uh, has provided a tremendous amount of opportunities uh, to all of us and uh, is extremely loyal to uh to his team. So it's, uh, it's been a great, great ride. And, and basically what we started doing is we looked at it as what made us different, what made us unique compared to the other companies that were out there. And basically the answer was nothing. So the very first rule that we implemented that Steve said, if someone's picking up the phone to call Parkstown, they want to talk with a live person. And he sat back and he was observing a lot, you know, in, noticed that a lot of times the phone would ring and we would just let it go right in a voicemail. So he said, I'm getting rid of the voicemail. We're going to answer that phone live within three rings and it's going to be a friendly greeting. So that greeting changes from time to time, uh, but it's always starts with thank you for choosing Parstown. Um, obviously if someone's calling us, their day's not going well. They need a part for something. Mm -hmm. Their equipment is down. So the other next thing, uh, big rule that we implemented on her is that we were going to be 100% uh, committed to genuine OEM parts. So there's a lot of our competitors out there that might source certain parts from the supplier that supplies a lot of manufacturers. We view that as a generic part, you know, so if we partner, like we partner with Paul Rath and Stulting, mm -hmm. if we're not buying the part from you and you're not getting the revenue for that, we view that as a generic part. Um, it's, it's extremely important to install OEM parts into your equipment. It's a safety perspective. It's your warranty. There's just so many different factors that go into it. But it's right. extremely I, I, important to us. I think a lot of people don't understand that when a manufacturer builds a product and you get UL certification, that means all the components are evaluated. And to maintain that certification, the original part needs to be reinstalled. Absolutely. That's a very big, big point to make. Mm-hmm. No, and it's extremely important to us. And, and again, I'll throw that invitation out that once we get 
to uh, back to a normal life. I'd love to have you guys down to our facility and see our facility because it's it, it's amazing to see it. But there is signage all over our building about the importance of OEM parts. And, um, and, and that's one thing that has really grown within our company, too, is the culture. And, and right now, I think it's probably the most important part of our business. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, I think it's been the most painful part about this whole terrible time we're living in now is that not having the opportunity to see my Parkstown family. You know, it's, I, I see we've gotten very creative as far as um, email uh, posts that go out every week. People give updates every week on what's going on within their segment of the business, but it's not the same. Uh, I loved walking around and, and experiencing the culture that we offer. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing for us. It, it's, you, you really miss that. It, it is, it is like, you know, it is your second family and yeah. um, we, you do what you can. We've implemented some uh, virtual happy hours and stuff like that, you know, but how do I get an invite to that? Hey, you know what? <laughs> we got one coming up. <laughs> you got to arrange that. Don't don't be surprised when you get one. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll crash anyone's happy virtual hour right now. So. Right, awesome. We're, we'll make sure to invite you. I think Friday Shots are on that one, don't we? <laughs> yeah. That'll be terrific. Um, so, so you know, I, I, please go ahead. I, no, Dan, I was just going to ask, and this is one of those things again. I I mentioned that um, I was the service manager for Volrath for a while, and I always wondered. I just want to ask, like, if if I use an EGO thermostat and somebody else uses an EGO and someone else uses an EGO, and if it happens to be the same, do you really stock everyone's EGO thermostat? Is that is that really okay? Good. I mean, I, I would hope Absolutely. that's the case. It just it must look kind of silly sometimes where you've got all these different parts in different bins, but they're just different manufacturers. Yeah, Rich. If, if when I have you out to our facility. I'll tell you, I will show you a part and say, you'll probably find the same part on 20 different shelves, 20 different part numbers, and probably 20 different price points. And the next rule on top of that, if I was to run out of stock for your brand, I can't go to another shelf and take it. Hmm. That, to me, that would be like selling a generic part. So we would have to, unfortunately, we don't want to be in that position where we've run out of inventory on your part. But that's how we kind of, uh, we go about, uh, you know, our purchasing department is not that large. We don't have a sourcing department because, again, we buy directly from the manufacturers. Mm -hmm. Well, and you might not know some of the subtleties that there may, in fact, be. It may look the same. It may actually come in the same box and everything from the part manufacturer. Just the manufacturer, after they get it, might actually do something to it. So it's very important to make sure we are using the manufacturer's part that is the OEM part. That's correct. That's correct. And one of the things that we did early on too, is Steve really wanted to be focused on partnering with manufacturers and partnering with chain restaurants. So that was our main focus for quite a long time. And what I mean by focusing and partnering with manufacturers is that we probably represent well over 500 manufacturers today, but 146 of them we have the type of partnership like we have with Stolting, where we're like a master distributor for them. So what this allows us to do is inventory a lot more parts. Uh, we make a very large investment in the inventory to support your network, basically. Um, Partstown then comes out with 
you know, it's not like we say hand over your parts and we go on our, about our business. Our job is to make it easy as possible for the entire network, for either the service company, the independent restaurant owner, or the chain restaurant manager to find what they're looking for right away. So I don't know if you guys have ever had the pleasure of looking at our website, but it's probably one of the most utilized tools in this industry. Um, I remember when we first started our website, there um, it was pretty sloppy and we invested a lot into it where today it, it, it first it became just this tool, this large tool basically to support the, uh, the network that's out there. And those sales kind of came afterwards with it. Uh, we now also have a mobile app. So I think there's well north of 105,000 downloads of this. So you think mm -hmm. about the service technicians out in the industry right now. If they go into a, kit a kitchen right now, they can go right into our mobile app and research parts, what they're looking for. They can also, and this is like, so we're a huge technology company. So we have a texting feature. If a technician knows what they're looking for, they can simply text to our toll-free number, the part number that they're looking for. It'll send back to them. It doesn't, they just have to put the manufacturer's part number. It'll send back a link to our website that'll show you the list price, how much we have in stock, and they can go right to that page on a mobile app and it provides a 360 degree spin of the pot. Wow. So it's just really, really neat. The time saved right there is, that's amazing. You know, it is, it is. And also let's say if they walk into a kitchen and walk up to a piece of over at the equipment and they've never worked on it, they can simply text us the model number mm. and it'll kick back the manual for that. So again, it's providing all that information. Uh, we ship same day all the way monday through friday all the way to 9 p.m eastern up to 4 p.m on saturdays so and i think of, again about when i first started with the company sometimes if you were taking care of like customers or something like that it could take up to two weeks to get them parts yeah what Paris town is throwing out there now is like we can reach anywhere in, within 24 hours it's incredible um, that is and, so and important it is. It is. And we have this new technology. It just came out in December. It's called Parts in Town. And this is how we're partnering with service companies all throughout the United States right now. And what this does is basically if you are on a website, let's say if you are in Philadelphia and you can research a part you're looking for and a message is going to pop up saying, do you need the part today? Um, they can go through the whole process and, and think about in our industry, when something breaks down, you need same day fix. And at that part, you know, sometimes you can't wait 24 hours with this parts in town. We're working with these local, like the local service company out there that we get, we share like the inventory. So we know what inventory parts inventory they have. So the customer go through the whole buying process. And then at the end of it, they can pick it up at that local service company by the end of the day or have it you know, delivered by Uber or whatever. So wow. it's changing basically the way we go about doing it and having fun in the, in the process. That is so important because as we were talking, things never break on Monday afternoon. It's never, <laughs> you know, it's always Friday night, middle of your Saturday, ready for the night. And you're right, that same day fix is so important to have those parts locally and they can go get them versus even the next day in some cases, it's just... To have them there in that time, that is huge. That's it, really it, important. What a great advantage. 
So uh, with the last 16 years, you've had this rocket ride, just yes. exponential growth. What was what were some of your growth strategies so that uh, you could manage that type of quick and rapid growth? What were some things you did to keep it under control? You, you so know, Justin, could... we really focused on our manufacturer partnerships. So, you know, and chain partnerships, because it's, it's kind of funny if if you are supporting um, a manufacturer like we are with um, Stolting, as an example, there are certain key chain partners that they have that we have to make sure are taken care of. So if we got our foot in the door with a partner that's currently working with um, Stolting, we can t- then turn around and offer that entire chain one-stop shopping for everything that they need in their kitchen. We can customize websites for them. So I think we have around 80 custom websites mm. for we deal with a lot of chains, but you know, it's a larger chains will customize a website form. So it looks and feels like their product when they get in there, it's just the equipment that they have. Um, we have teams that are set up to support just those chains. So they're familiar with the kitchen equipment that they have, the brands make it a really easy transit transaction when a, a customer calls up. So that alone right there really kind of helped us in our marketing. That's the other thing about Parstown. So Parstown, you know, when you think about it, we're a parts distributor, but we're huge in technology and we're huge in marketing. So when we partner with a manufacturer, it's we work with them. What are the key segments that you're working at right now? You're targeting. Um, we have in our database over 25,000 service companies. Those are service companies from either a two van operation or up to 25 vans. Uh, so we do a lot of target marketing with that. Uh, and that part there helps drive OEM part sales and grow part sales. So we've, we've never been fired from any of our partnerships before, and we've grown sales in every single one of them. So and what we've done when we partner with them, we ease the operations for manufacturers like yourself. So it's like, you know, we always tell you guys are in business to manufacture and sell equipment not to be a small parts distributor. You know, it's a great example is that we probably get in about 600 packages a day at Parstown, but we ship out about 7,000 packages because <laughs> there's a lot of small little orders that come in and you know, go out. So it's a, just a really great symbiotic relationship yes. you know, that, that you have with, with the manufacturers. And Is it only uh, restaurant um, equipment, commercial grade equipment that you service parts for? That's a great question. So, um, yes, right now it, it's, uh, you know, a lot of uh, commercial cooking and refrigeration equipment. We are uh, slowly expanding into heating and air conditioning parts. Um, and I, th- I think, you know, it's funny. I think at this point we're very open to product expansion in the future um, with what's going on in today's world. You know, there are um, some of the essentials that we'll probably be bringing in to help as uh, restaurants continue to open up and the safety procedures that everyone's gonna need to take. Uh, But I would imagine that uh, first off, there's still a lot of manufacturers out there that we haven't partnered with yet. And I don't think, you know, it's all said and done, you know, we're we're growing international at this point and um, in having tremendous growth in that area. I kind of feel like, you know, I don't want to speak for, for Steve Snower, but I, I think our end game will be for delivering globally within two days. 
I think at that point he may put his head on the pillow and rest for five minutes <laughs> and then come up with something different to have us do. So. <laughs> oh, awesome. You know, uh, we've talked a lot about parts and I know you're at parts town, obviously, but you do a lot of uh, technical like someone can call up, it's 24-7 as well, right? You've got 24-7 operations, and you do troubleshooting with people to kind of talk them through maybe some of the check-the-plug kind of easy stuff before you you dive yes. into parts diagnosis. So it's not it's not really 24-7. I, sh I should just be honest about that. So yeah, so as far as technical service goes, so I had mentioned that we, we represent about uh, over 500 manufacturers, 146 of them we have a deeper partnership with. About 47 of those, we handle some form of technical service. Some of those might be something as simple as handling parts ID that we figure um, by our calculations, about 50% of the calls that come into your tech service department are simply, I have model number AB-12, I need the part number for the thermostat. And that ties up a lot of time for your technicians to be, you know, you could be taking a bunch of calls like that while a very important customer of yours is sitting on hold. So we can handle something as simple as that to actually full service uh, dispatch where we handle the ASA network. We've created a hot side and cold side network for several manufacturers. And uh, basically it's, it's, you know, Monday through Friday, we handle it, I think it's up to, I believe it's about 8 p.m. And at that point it goes to uh, an answering service that has a lot of questions that they'll go through because it's a lot of calls that come in after that might be simply I need to order a part. If it's truly an emergency at that point, then we have people that are on call that it gets uh, dispatched to or texted to and, and they'll reach back to the customer. And it's the same thing on the weekends. So, it, and it's been great. The chat service is the same basic hours that is correct okay that is correct i've used the chat service my my mother runs a restaurant in sheboygan and uh, i needed a part so i went on your site and i got some information through the chat service worked very very well it was a very smooth transaction so oh little, that's fantastic uh, thank pre, you pre-show homework but i also helped my mother out so it worked out well <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> i'm sure you have a lot of interesting uh service stories and stuff that, that come in, you know, um, what's one of the more interesting stories that you've heard come in or, or something crazy emergency with equipment, um, well, kind of put you on the spot here, but no, no, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I think about the early days as we were building this, when, when Steve came in and, um, there was a gentleman that he used to work with at this company and he's still there now. He's one of my best friends. His name is Dennis Detman. And, we were, everything was about, and, and again, it was so much fun. It's, it's about the customer. How do we take care of the customer? And I'll never forget, it was a Friday night, and there was, I, I believe the customer might have been in Moline or Davenport, Iowa. Moline, Illinois, or Davenport, Iowa, where they needed something, and the customer was a, it was a I think it was a pizzeria, and you know, without that oven, they're basically not in business, and it was a Friday. So God bless Dennis. Dennis, he jumped in his car and he drove it out there to him and to deliver the part. And it's like that those were those little things that were done and, and continue to be done, I think, throughout parts of town that will make us a little unique. And, and again, it's about the customer. Well, and that's a, that's a type of story that carries because that pizza place, they're, they're going to tell everybody about 
that kind of service because it's harder and harder to come by anymore. Yeah. And... Yeah. He went out of business a week later, Justin. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I burnt everyone's pizza. <laughs> The, the faulty part. You know, on, on this, the wrong part. The wrong part. <laughs> In this vein of you know funny stories and things, you know, Justin and I were talking about uh, restaurant operators. You know, when things go down, it's it's like your car, right? Your car breaks. What's the first thing we do? We open the hood and look. Like, what are we going to look and see, right? So, right. what operators? A part, a piece of equipment goes down, and they're they're going to try to fix it. They're going to try the the cooks or the maintenance guys are going to try to open up the panel, look at something. And um, what advice do you have? I, I know it's probably going to be don't do that, right? But um, any funny stories there, or any good advice? I guess for an operator in, in stories like that. You know, and what's changing in in today's world is that it's getting to a point. You're right, where there are a lot of those managers at a restaurant or owners of an independent restaurant that want to do as much as they can. What we have noticed and which we've helped a lot of our partners with over the past few years is that you can provide training videos on simple repairs. So if it's changing a door gasket or something like that, we've uh, provided to a, a lot of our partners and we have the, uh, the equipment at Parstown to film this and show them the proper way of going about doing a, a slight repair. If it gets to a point, if you're working for it with electrical or anything like that, that's where we push, call your local authorized servicer to come out and do this. You know, there's a reason why they've gone through the training and the safety of something right. like this. And there's a reason people came up with a saying, uh, Pennywise dollar foolish or something, right? Where yes, yeah. don't, don't do it. You're just going to cost yourself more money. And I've lived that sadly enough a few times, right? Where you think you know how to... <laughs> You think you know how to fix it. You're you're going to MacGyver it, and then uh, oh shoot, here you are now deeper into where than you should have been. So it's good advice. Absolutely. You know, there's some great uh, organizations within the service world. I'm sure you've heard of the Cefesa Network, and yes. they provide incredible training uh, for technicians. And, and and that's another thing I just want to touch about our our uh, in-house technician uh, technical staff is that they're incentivized to become CFSA certified. So it's strongly encouraged and, and pushed that um, they become CFSA certified in gas, electric, steam, whatever it is. So it's, it's kind of like that badge of honor in the industry if you have that CFSA certification, which is important. So we talked a lot about the technology that uh, Partstown has implemented over the years. What's, what's the next cool thing you guys got in the works, if you can talk about that, um, to help operators, the service people, uh, manufacturers? What, what do you got coming down the pipe? So, you know, we just came out in December with uh, our parts in town technology. And that's what I shared before about working with service companies across North America where people, customers can pick up parts same day for them. Something like that is going to take, um, it's going to take a little bit to get legs underneath it. So, you know, having this horrible pandemic pop up in the middle of it might slow that down a little bit, uh, but we are working very, very hard to uh, keep this program up and running. Um, not keep it running, but just to, to get more uh, service companies involved in it. Um, I do think that this is going to be a huge game changer when it's all said and done. Um, number one, 
this will grow OEM part sales for every manufacturer that's out there. Um, it's that's the key role of, uh, in this program. If you want to partner with us, we're going to help bring incremental part sales to your market. People are going to come to our website. We're going to hand them off to you, basically to take care of. Um, but the number one rule is it must be a genuine OEM part. So we cannot partner with anyone that's going to sell aftermarket parts like that. That right there, I think, is going to, you know, I'm hoping by the end of this year, um, this is going to have some strong legs underneath it. And uh, I think by the end of next year, you should see just phenomenal results from this thing. Outside of that, our poor e-commerce department is challenged with one game changer a year. So, you know, if I think back, think back about everything that they've done and it's like, well, they barely get a chance to take a deep breath and have a victory cigar. It's just, they don't have time for that. Um, you know, I think about our texting feature. That was a game changer. We have a website called uh, Tech Town. If you go to Tech Town, it's basically a forum for manufacturers and service companies to share best practices and ideas. So it's a wonderful website to go in there that if you're a technician is caught in a jam, you can go out there and say, I'm working on this unit. Anybody ever run into this problem? Uh-huh. So we partner with the manufacturers on that. So your technical service department will get an email when a question like that pops up for your brand. It gives you guys the opportunity to right away throw that right response out there and, you know, or call us at this number. We'll walk you through this. Uh, and again, it's just making sure that the right information is getting out there. That, it's kind of like, I think it was a, lot, a bad, bad problem years ago is that the information wasn't out there. It was hard to come by. And you better call between those business hours for that manufacturer and wait on hold forever. We're changing all of that. We're getting the information that's out there. We're providing some relief to partners like yourself that, you know, you're taking calls from true customers that are, you know, down with an issue and those simple problems that calls you're getting before that would tie up the lines, we're providing those, that, that barrier between you and them basically, and that thing, getting the right information out there. All right. We're getting so much better at having it available quickly. And that's a great option for your tech, the, the tech in the field rather to be quickly able to contact the manufacturer. It used to be all tribal knowledge. And if the the ch- tribe was on vacation that week. You just nobody else knew it, right? That's, it <laughs> That's correct. That's so correct. We're talking about parts. We're talking about getting things fixed. What about preventative maintenance? Are you guys doing anything? Is that a, a service you sell or, or or get involved with with your service company's involvement? You know, we we do have service companies within our organization. Um, you know, we want to be known as a parts distributor. So there has been some acquisitions over the past five years. But those have been strategically to help some of our manufacturer partners that are out there. Um, we will never be a nationwide service provider. That's not our strength. You know, the largest segment that I that Parkstown sells to is the service segment. So we want to make sure that you know they know that we're not a threat to them. You know, th- those that's our partner, and that's we want to make sure that we're there to support them. Um, as far as preventive maintenance goes, I'm sure our service companies offer that. On the parts town side of it, we do have, you know, it depends on the partner. There's tune-up kits, you know, especially in the world of stilting, there's a lot of kits that we work with some of your chain partners to make sure that they're getting these twice a year. 
So we also have uh, programs as far as um, automatic reorder programs. So if it's right. filter paper, filter powder, or something like that, uh, with a lot of our partners that we just automatically set up. Right, right. Okay, so it's the the parts that if they are replaceable wear parts that you can set them up on an every six month kind of fulfillment, you, you have that, but it's not necessarily going into the machine and greasing and lubing and all that. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I was thinking more along the line of like a uh, parts kind of reorder every so many months. It just ships out automatic kind of fulfillment. Exactly. My, my knowledge prior to this about parts town um, was ex- extremely limited. And uh, I've been with the company about we're going on seven months now. So um, this has all been very uh, enlightening to me. And I've heard Partstown drop so much. And, you know, for the longest time, I was like, well, is Partstown part of Walrath? Or, you know, it was just <laughs> from, from a, a new person's perspective, it just seemed like it was kind of one and the same. And then after talking with you, it still kind of feels that way, you know? And it should feel that way because that's what we want. You know, when we partner with the manufacturer, we do become an extension of you. It's extremely important that, you know, think about it this way is that you may have in your parts department now, maybe you have 10 employees that focus strictly on parts. When you partner with Parts Town, all of a sudden now you have about 630 people that are on the parts team. And our job is not just to make sure that parts are in stock and they get out the same day so the customers are up and running. It's to make sure that we market to all the segments that you work at to make sure you buy the parts from here. And these are certain, you know, we'll put a podcast out on simple repairs or something like that um, and provide that technology. It it makes it as easy as possible for all of your customers, our customers, you know, if it's using our mobile app or using our website or texting, that you're finding what you're looking for right away. You know, with that parts in town that somebody up in Seattle, Washington needs a part for that Volrath unit. They can pick it up locally that same day. So, yeah, it, it is. It, it's We are an extension of you when it, when we partner. That's the way I always look at it. So thank you for saying that. Uh, that yeah, no, that just it makes you guys indispensable to so many people then. You know, you've just made yourself part, part of their business plan. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't think we have time to get into baseball. <laughs> well, either to the baseball players. So it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that there might still be a chance for a season this year? Or I, I don't know. I, I Listen, I hope and pray, and then I won't get on my soapbox too much on this, but I think about what we're all going through right now and how painful this is. And, you know, so many of us have been affected. I mean, everyone's been affected either you've been furloughed, you've been laid off, or you've taken a reduction in pay. You know, it's been, these are challenging times that we're all trying to come together. So simple gifts like a live sport, I just think what that would do for people's morale. Um, I had mentioned to you yesterday, Justin, I think I watched four hours of that Tiger Woods and (laughs) and Tom Brady golfing. It was phenomenal. And I I don't watch golf. I don't watch golf, but I loved every second of it. So I really hope that the uh, the owners and the players can come to an agreement soon and uh, just be the heroes right now because we could all use it. Yeah. Now, these are really, really tough times that I can't even believe, I still can't believe that we're 
in today's world living through something like this. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've been blessed. We're, we're an essential business, so we've been open throughout this whole process. Um, our distribution center, um, it, that's the only, the people that are only people that are allowed in our, our facility. Anyone that works in the office, we're all working remote right now. And, um, and as you can tell by the exciting wall behind me, I live in a very boring place. Um, <laughs> uh, so it, it's, uh, it, it, we've been blessed with that part of it. And we, our business has been coming back um, strongly, uh, which has been very encouraging, but we know it's going to take, you know, it's going to take a while for everything to come back fully. Yeah. So, um, but it's all good. Try to be positive, right? Have people yeah, been doing yeah. uh, work on their, in their businesses or did it just kind of just dry up and go away and is there, as everything shut down or did people, upgrade, repair, get things ready to go for when it does reopen? Has that been a little bit of business or not? You know, we had seen our our lowest point. We dipped, I think it was, it was about mid-April. And every week since then, we've been seeing it climb. And we're beating the previous week and beating the previous week. Uh, now with a lot of states starting to open up again, um, you know, the numbers are, it's encouraging. It's not exactly where we were at before and we do realize it's going to take a little bit of time um you know again as i, I talk about how much i love this company the view on the safety of all of the employees of all of our employees has been the most important thing that we've gone through so i would imagine even if they lifted it and said everybody can go back to work tomorrow um i imagine our president would not allow that that it's not it's not right until he feels it's safe to bring everyone back in the office. That's probably when we'll do it. We'll continue to be extremely creative the way we have been and try to, to make this thing fun when it's really not a lot of fun. But, you know, people have been very creative with it. And uh, again, we want to make sure that we're there to support all of our partners. And that's been the most important part about this thing for us, especially now. I mean, you know, there, there's nursing homes, there's hospitals that are counting on us right now. So... When that ship rolled into New York City, um, that was the big med medical unit. Mm -hmm. You know, that was uh, they needed parts for equipment. So um, it's a it's a proud feeling to be part of an organization that's providing this to people, keeping everybody up and running where they're needed. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Well, unfortunately, it is time then to wrap things up for today. Uh, thank you, Dan, for a really interesting and entertaining uh, <laughs> show. We appreciate it today. Partstown, uh, quite an operation. And as as a partner with you, with our Stolting line and our Volrath lines, uh, we appreciate it. And uh, I know our, our customers appreciate it. And as I, I'm, I'm a customer as well. I was helping my mother out and uh, signed on the site and everything worked, thing worked really, really well. And the innovations you guys have been doing, really uh, cool stuff. So thank you again. Uh, does sound like a really great place to work. I can't wait to come down and see it. Justin and yeah, I are definitely yeah. going to get down there great. to uh, to take a look. For our listeners, I hope uh, you enjoyed the show today and hearing about uh, everything that goes on behind the scenes. We've interviewed chefs and we talk about restaurant owners, but this is also a very critical part of our industry. And um, when things go bad, as we know things are going to break. It's just um, how do we get them up and running again so they don't impact the business and That's and. Right. Uh, Partners like Parts down here that uh, help us out there. Uh, lastly, Dan, and we always like to ask our guests, 
if in the course of your career there's been anything that um, uh, someone has said to you, a quote that you've heard, picked up along the way, something that's influenced you or drives you, uh, do you have anything like that for our guest today? No, nothing at all. You're on your own, folks. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's funny. I, I actually, um, it's hanging on the wall behind me, and I go back uh, years ago um, before a national restaurant association show in Chicago. Uh, I had a very nervous day ahead of me and, and wanted to meet with a lot of manufacturers. And uh, again, I, I think I've mentioned Steve Snow's name about a thousand times today and 1001 doesn't, doesn't hurt, does it? So I was on a phone with Steve and he unfortunately was um, an employee's wedding was that day. And again, I think about how important a show is, right? This is a really, really important show. And Steve said, I'm going to this employee's wedding. Because again, it's the people that are the most important part about our business. And I was on the phone with them telling them, I got a meeting with this manufacturer, that manufacturer, and this. And he's like, take a deep breath. He said, have you ever seen the movie, We Bought a Zoo? And I'm like, no. He's this with Matt Damon. It's actually a really good movie. I'm like, what in the hell is he talking about? He said there's a line in that movie that Matt Damon, his older brother, always said to him, when you get caught in a situation, when you're about to go into something that's very important, try to gather up, muster up 20 seconds of an insane courage. So 20 seconds of insane courage. Take a deep breath, do that, and go into it. And I tell you, it's, this is actually what's hanging in my office. It's signed behind me for a long time. And that has been something that has... Uh, guided me through some pretty large meetings. And I think I, every time I go into a meeting, that's something I'm always, I'm not cranking music in my car <laughs> to get myself excited. It's deep breath, 20 seconds of insane courage, get the conversation flowing and then things just kind of flow naturally. Yeah, so, great advice, yeah, 20 it. seconds. Gets you started and from there it kind of flows, right? Good, good, good that's advice. Right. Well, thank you for that, Dan. I appreciate that. A good quote to, uh, to remember for sure. Uh, Justin, any uh, final thoughts from you today? Yeah, well, as always, I would just like to remind everybody to please take the time and hit that subscribe button. And while you're at it, if you like what we're doing, please share it with your friends. Let them know what we're doing here and never miss a moment with a chef or industry professional again. Absolutely great advice. And if on that note, if you have any thoughts about anything you'd like us to discuss on the show, anyone? please go ahead and uh, let us know that at volrathfoodservice.com slash the feed. And in uh, this crazy world of food service, it's easy to look around at every other operator, purveyor, service company, or whatever business you're in and, and worry about what they're doing. And um, you can end up chasing that and trying to be everything to everyone and sometimes lose your focus. So my final thought, don't worry about the other guys and what they're doing. Just keep doing what you do best and no one's going to beat you. That's it for now, everyone. Thanks for listening. Take care.